Hey everyone, we're back again. We are back for another day. Yeah, another day, an earlier time, which is which feels better. Look at you, Mr. Popular. I think it's uh actually it might have been Michael. Oh, maybe is it Mikhail and Zabina? Yeah, only because it's it comes up like this uh that. Oh, so it might be. Like it's but then underneath it says seven one eight, so I don't know how that so, works. But I know it it's comes up as a the whole 40 life. different numbers. Right? There you go. So who knows? Maybe it is Mikhail. Oh, he'll leave a message if he. It's true. And if yeah. so, we can talk to them later. We can. But I don't know what time it is in Germany right now. I feel look. like it's eight hours later. I'm not sure though. C E H L A. Telemelis. C E L A. H L I S. Yeah, that's that looks right. Germany. Yeah. Time. Time now is yeah. Oh wait, uh, six thirty p.m. Yeah, that'd be about right. There we go. It's so actually you're... six hours later, so I was off. Mm -hmm. But it's at least now I know it could possibly be. It's not like it's four o'clock in the morning over there. And it's true. He's uh, sleep dialing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, but that's cool if it's him. Or even Zabina, either of them, but they can leave a message and we can call them back. I doubt it. It's probably somebody trying to sell me fucking, you know, diabetes or back medication. Probably. But it's still a nice thought to hear from family. How thoughtful. Yeah, sure is. Very good people. It's true. They are good people. But you have a great family. I do. That's the truth. So do I. They don't say that about me, though. <laughs> well, that's part of being the whole black sheep they in the say family. They say, oh, you have such a nice family, and then we'll say, well, what about table? Oh, oh, well, for the most part, you have a nice family. Yeah. <laughs> nah. And I'm the one correcting them, what about Tim? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking with it, it's the whole thing. I you know, know what you get with me, though. It's Well, it is. You know what you get? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's very true. You know what you get. Yes. But this whole thing, again, black sheep of the family, it's a... Uh, it's always uh, the whole thing like, well, it's not even saying, oh, well, uh, everybody else is good and you're not something like, well, well, they just march to beats to a different to a beat to a, of a different drummer. They're just I don't understand. Maybe they'll eventually find their way home. It's always that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. hey, We're home. Well, yeah, it's it's. Uh... You know, when I was younger and I was always would hear it's like, oh, you know, so and so is a little off or whatever like that. Like, um my Oma, my dad's mom, my grandma had a friend lived down the street, uh, Aunt Myrtle. Okay. And she's exactly like she sounds. Oh, okay. She's four foot nothing, four okay. foot wide. But she's like she's um round. she's more like square or was oh, like square. Okay. But she was, she reminds me of like Yaya if Yaya was doing meth. Oh, wow. No, because you just couldn't slow her down. Like, wow. I know she was old, but she would just, she would drag my, and my Oma, if she heard somebody say hell or whatever, she's like, <gasps> yeah. Like, that would be her. I, I, I remember Oma go, you know, most of the time going, <gasps> you oh, know, that is too funny. Only because everything was so, you know, they used to sell them Ellis Germany. Yeah. So Piscataway, even it was kind of like a farm they lived on, was still kind of like the ghetto. Yeah. Not the ghetto, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, definitely not a ghetto. Um, so everything was that. And so you had Aunt Myrtle, who wasn't afraid to go anywhere, any time of day. And I remember her, my mom took me and my sister here to, to the city. Okay. And we landed in Times Square. Okay. And it literally was, you know, Live nude shows, yeah. billboards, and this pimps. is before uh, Times Square became Disney World, right? It okay. was literally like pimps with the feather hats walking down the street, half naked women walking around, stuff like that. So okay. I was just like, feels like home to me. Yeah, so I'm just like gonna tell Omar she'll have energy to do it. Well, I imagine you were probably bored of the half naked women walking around at this point. I was no, well, whatever. Let me see, let me see what uh, because it was pre were you a child at this point, I don't like know. more child than a 15 year old. Uh, Hold on. When was oh Ed Koch saved the city? That's what I remember. Like uh, okay, which I remember he was never supposed to. 
like Mark Charles was never supposed to win the election. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. He was the outsider. Yeah. He didn't have a chance. Okay. Everybody said it was a wasted vote. Okay. Don't bother voting for him. Okay. It's a wasted vote. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Shirley, actually, the, Shirley, actually, Shirley McLean went and she said she knew only of like one true psychic that okay. would charge my age. She's just, you know, and she'd asked who the mayor of New York was going to be. And the lady had said, and this is, she told the story before the election happened. She's, I, I don't, all I see is he has really long fingers. I don't know who, but this person was, she has very long fingers and thin fingers. Okay. And sure enough, it catches between, I don't know who he was running against, but he was, um, you see, he was, uh, there he goes, he's a liberal with sanity. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he was, it was from 78 to 89. Okay. So you were a teenager. Well, in 78, uh, I was saying pre-Koch. Okay. I was pre-Koch. Pre-Koch. Well, cause he was coming in to save the city. Okay. Okay. From all this, but not all, you know, the whole, well, we don't want Walmart, but we don't want sex shops either, or at least not so many of them. Uh, so 78, 64, I guess I was 14. No, I was, I was well under 14. I, yeah. So 78, so four years before 78 would it be 73. So yeah, it was, it was pre cotch I remember that. So, okay. but you would have been a kid. Yeah. I don't know who he well, you you would have been kid. You would have been uh, young enough that seeing women walking around half naked would have still been exciting for you. I was just like, wow, you know, it's nothing. But you know, um, everybody was saying how it was crime ridden, and I think they were taking us to Rockefeller Center. Oh, okay. Out, I think or the Christmas tree or whatever. But you know, Aunt Myrtle was the one. Just would go anywhere. She would have went up to Harlem, no problem. Okay. But in Harlem, is she. Nice. I remember. St- I remember standing. From what I remember, right, I could be mistaken. I was right here on Forty Second and like Broadway. Yeah. And there was a, there was a, what I would assume to be like a pimp. Guy, yeah. A black guy, and he had like one or two people with him, standing on the corner talking, and, and I remember her looking around, just looking. That's just. Like, hmm, I've kind of turned around. Uh, she said, hold on, I'll be, you know, I'll be right back to the three of us. And yeah. she only walked like two feet away. She went up to him and she said, I didn't say anything. And he kind of looked over and she said, oh, I'm sure I'm uh, sorry to bother you, but can you tell me where to go? And the second that she said, excuse me, sir. Yeah. He looked at her like, okay, this lady's cool. Yeah. You know? And that moment, it was also like, if anyone ever fucks with this lady, I will kill them. (laughs) But he was just, yes, can I help you? Sure, sweetheart, can I help you? And me, I was kind of like laughing to myself as a kid laughing, like, what is he going to try to, you know? Well, you thought he was going to try to pick her up? Try to persuade her into a different (laughs) lifestyle. (laughs) And you know what? no, I mean, only because. If that's what she would have chosen, then all behind her on it. You know what I mean? Because it's always this whole, oh, you know, bad, 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 and. This that the other thing. So I'm thinking, hey nonsense, what's up, bud? Uh thanks for joining us, nonsense, and thanks for sharing. Booker Yamahog. So yeah, yeah I'm Booker thinking Yamahog, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so uh I wanna come out I do want to hit on nonsense password, but not hit on him. Yeah, hit his show later. Like eleven o'clock. I'm well asleep. I know, I know baby. I it's know. The, it's a stupid fucking which like, is a shame because you're fabulous. We love I you. Too, but I, you know what? I definitely got to. I will this week. I promise. It's going to happen. Maybe not me. Maybe Sally Nordstrom has to fucking come in and do something. That's true. I don't know. But nonetheless, so. Yes. The second, the second she said, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Could you tell me how to get to. I, yeah. I think it's Rockefeller Plaza. And, yeah. Or, uh, wherever. Yeah. And, uh, hey, Matt Keys. Thanks for joining us, Matt Keys. Um, and she had said, she said, you know, I don't care what anybody says about who they assume someone might be. Yeah. I don't know what this man does for a living. Yeah. He could be a lawyer. He could be a doctor. I don't know. Maybe. I didn't ask him what he did for a living. I asked him for directions. Yeah. But I treated him with a great deal of honor and respect as a human being. Yeah. So I assume if I would have approached it a different way, 
he would, and I, he, but he was went so far out of his way. I remember the answer was just like, well, go, you see where that guy like was basically ready to walk us there because yeah, just cool. that. But, and rock, rock center from Times Square. That's not a short that's walk. Small box in what, one Avenue or whatever, but it, more it's than actually that. not, it's actually not that far. More than that. It's yeah. like, no, it's not. It's not, it's not that far. I, I, I used to have to walk it to go to West one. LB. It's by, uh, mm-hmm. it's actually by, uh, where they do Fox News. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, where the skating rink is, where all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's but it's the Fox. Side. It was by the Fox News building because I used to work at West LB, which is if you're going to invest your money, I would invest with West yeah. LB. That company was a fucking mess. So it'll be at least. <laughs> Germany <laughs> waves goodbye to West LB as bank broken up. Yeah, I saw that coming. Oh fucking! Wow. That was in a good economy. I saw that coming. Oh man, that fucking yeah. I see um, that number. That was the guy who was just like I'm like, why does you roaming profiles? Yeah. And he's just like, well, it takes up too much space on the service. I'm like, dude, this is a bank, man. This is fucking. Yeah. So you mean to tell me if, you know, when I used to work at CSFB, yeah. I could go to any CSFB in the fucking world, yeah. log into a computer, and my profile be on that computer. Like, yeah. I could actually do my work. Yeah. If I work for West LB, I literally have to take my fucking computer. Yeah. Where, not a laptop, my computer. Yeah. I had fucking managing directors saying, well, could you do to me? It was like, this is so much fucking work. I don't give a fuck. If you have to buy a few more servers that cost a few thousand dollars in man hours and time, time is fucking money. If yeah, this guy is. can't do what he has to do, Jesus, fuck it. It's yeah. so, and, and the guy was such an asshole too. He just, just thought he knew everything. He's just like, yeah, well, you know, it takes so much room on the fucking server. Like, yeah, but, you know, especially of an NIT. It also makes for a, high, uh, a better functioning uh, whole system. More. Oh, yeah. man. So you mean if that computer doesn't turn on for anybody in the morning and it takes six hours to fix, that guy does nothing for six hours. Yeah, basically. It can't trade. Yep. It. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, but you save space on your uh, server. Yay. How many servers do you have? One? Yeah. Like it was just flooring. Going from. CSFB to where just the smartest people IT wise in the world were. Okay. Like Paul Drummond and yeah. Reed Banks. And, and you were one of the IT guys. And I wasn't one of the smarter ones. I wasn't as smart as <laughs> fucking Paul. Paul could fucking die and I, I'd not be as smart as him. Like Paul Drummond oh, is probably one of the smartest people I've ever seriously met in my life. Okay. In my life. You, like, we're as far as you are now sitting to me. Yeah. Yeah, we that's how close we would work. Okay. And um every day I know I would leave smarter than when I got there. That's pretty cool. Just not if I could even say I couldn't even say two words to him. He was just so smart. So smart. That's incredible. Just, yeah. He could explain anything to anybody with that Jamaican accent. And it makes he just is a smart dude. Like he yeah. doesn't have to fucking read it twice, doesn't have, and maybe I have to read it because it's just he's just so intelligent. He knows and things. last I heard from him, he was working um doing some contracting work for the government and he uh yeah, I think he has all his clearances and stuff, which doesn't surprise me. He has actually used to work for uh, uh homeland security. Okay. And when I found out he left, I'm like, boy, I'm not gonna sleep safe at night anymore. Cause I know oh. if he's working there, it's a safe fucking country because it ain't nothing gonna get by him. Yeah. Book about a thousand, if anybody you know, with about a thousand, it would be him. Okay. My hands and Wade. Wade is. He was like the fucking young Billy D. Williams. Just he would come in, he's tall, good-looking black guy. Okay. You know, smart as the day is long. Okay. And the women were just like, oh my, <laughs> including me, and I'm not a woman. No. It was a good oh, dude. What's well, funny? Because, but just good people. Because just between him, so incredibly smart. Right. Just insanely smart, and just I always. That's cool. <laughs> it's worse be the smartest one was fucking Danny Moy. Yeah. Just in case he's listening. And he's a good guy. Danny, too. you weren't the smartest, but no, you're you probably. Right. Oh, that's And he had the so faces bad. to put up with me because I went from having to know like fucking um you know Outlook and PST files to fucking stupid uh Lotus Notes. Ugh. Ugh. Didn't make sense to me. Oh, anyway. okay. He talks over, but but the lesson I learned from that is you know, and Myrtle had said, look, you treat somebody with respect. Yeah. Chances are you're not going to have a problem with them. Yeah. But if you approach them, if I was at church 
And I had to ask somebody a question. I wouldn't just barge up to them on a conversation. I would yeah. go near them and just wait till they were done. Yeah. Like I did it. Well, he didn't. He kind of looked at me. He stopped in the sentence, but, and, yeah. you know, I'm going to treat anybody with respect. Yeah. Until they give me reason not to. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? And she, but she was the always the kooky one, the kind of crazy one. Just like, what? what? There's nothing crazy about that. No. That's just taking what they say in the Bible and the thou's and the hell and the shall not to the blah. And she just what all about, you know, instead of sitting through it at nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah. I learned it in the fucking street from my aunt Myrtle. It was a fucking crazy one, apparently, yeah. which made total sense. But I actually saw it in practice. Crazy. Yeah. Well, not crazy, but just a little eccentric. Which is interesting about being polite. I guarantee, well, I guarantee yeah. we never ran into a problem. I guarantee this motherfucker was just one of his boys. Was, you know, well, once she's fucking crazy old lady, make sure she don't fucking hurt these kids, you know, get yeah. these kids fucking hurt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because again, it's just, it's all your perception. Like cool. if some, if you think someone's a scumbag, well, they're going to fucking treat you like one. It's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's people, good people could smell that shit off you if you're not genuine, but anyway. <laughs> still yeah, it's all that. Well, anyway, better news. Here's some sad news, too. What's that? The abandoned pooch. There's a abandoned dog found with a note. Uh, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it was tied to a tree in Indiana with a note from our owner said he had lost his job and was about to lose his home due to the coronavirus pandemic and couldn't keep her. It says, my name is Rody. It was a rescued puppy from a litter of 10. That's so hard. 18-month-old German Shepherd mix. I was a spoiled girl. My dad gave me my own couch and my very own memory foam bed. My dad lost his job and soon his home from COVID. Uh, those basic commands like sit, lay, shake, roll over, adding, I like to play and I'm full of energy. Please find me and give me to a good home and love. Well, I hope that beautiful girl has a good home now. Well, because it's off the website now, so they, they're assuming that she did. Yeah. But the point is, a shout out to Nancy Pelosi and those scumbags for, for you know, coming up on a deal with the government that's not going to shut her down. Yeah. And she's going to still get paid. But for people who have yeah. lost their jobs during the pandemic and have not gotten unemployment for, you know, Congress, how many weeks? Congress and Senate can't do anything. Well, that scumbag, you know that scumbag, yeah. Trump. The one that he does executive orders like a scumbag. So the three hundred dollars that people have been getting for the last few weeks, on top of some people have been getting, but it doesn't matter. I'm not one of them. I'm just saying. Yeah. I know people that do. Yeah, which is good. It's because of Trump. What the fuck did Pelosi? She fucking did the. uh, Oh, she made sure the government and her fucking boys were fucking still going to be running at the end of the month. That they had money for. Yeah. But you know and. They couldn't make a deal with Trump because of fucking Trump's just like, well, how about 300? Because we can't give out $600 a week that people don't make that in a week. You can't pay, you know what I mean? You have to give it some incentive to people to fucking go out and work. Which and I is- understand that, but you know, if you're really, if you're, your difference is what? They wanted it to be $100 more, yeah. which would be 400 instead of 300. Yeah. So you're really quibbling over $100 a week. Really? Okay. Really? Yeah. But you're, you'd rather people see nothing. Yeah. And this is what happens. Too, the whole thing. Well, this is what happens. Six hundred dollars because people don't make that in a week. That's a massive problem. Already, we're in a we're basically in a setup where people are making less than six hundred dollars a week in a work week. How is that acceptable? And that's and then unemployment. Well, we can't even we can't even match that. What's now let me ask you something. Do you know? Up? I don't know if is unemployment taxed. Like when you put taxes on unemployment. Uh, yes. You do. Yes. Okay. I wonder if it's as much. If you pay as much, like if say I make six hundred bucks a week working at factory, yeah, um, or working then, wherever, yeah, and then I take say four hundred home. If I get six hundred unemployment, would I take? Uh, I don't think you actually even under normal circumstances, uh, six hundred a week in unemployment is not a thing. It's like you know, five hundred. I know, but what I'm saying is, um, you got to look at it that way to where. Yeah. Um, if I'm working and paying more in taxes, then if there's a choice of say, just for the hell of it, say $600 a week to go to a job or $600 to be unemployed, if unemployment takes say $50 out, so you would 
at the end of the when all is said and done, you'd have 550 left yeah. in net. But now, if you went to that job and you were taxed so bad that it was less than that 550, yeah. it really gives people disincentive to, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, but the answer is the answer for that, of course, is well, we'll just give them less in unemployment. Like we're in the middle of a pandemic. Do you know how many people whose jobs have disappeared? Well, I don't know how much. That's. The I mean, answer. I know yeah. when back fucking years ago. Yeah. It was uh, four hundred dollars uh, maximum. Yeah. Uh, now it's I think just over five hundred. You're not going to get six hundred. Oh. But either way, I, mean, I, I a bit during, of course, the start of the pandemic, but that's it. Yeah, you know, the last when I was working at as again at CSFB West LB, I was consultant, but um that last year I made like eighty five thousand. Okay. So when I moved away from that, I was just like, fuck. It beat the fuck out of me, but Jesus. Yeah. And Jeez. Painful not having that. It's a fucking like what? Yeah. 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 It was. I mean, I never was able to get unemployment because um, I was building houses, so it showed up as I was. You were still earning, basically. Right, but I wasn't earning as much. Okay. Because the housing crisis that oh, was but starting. You were still earning. So no, that's I was okay. still. I was yeah. still an independent. Yeah. I still was a business owner. Yeah. I had an LLC, so okay. that threw me off of whatever unemployment I could get. But as to be honest with you, in a month at 400 would be 1600. I used to make more than a week. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's like, it would have been nice to have her gas money. And yeah. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but, but that's it. But that's, I was making some serious pain. Well, it's but. being, uh, it's not, I don't think you're sounding like an asshole. I think it's being realistic about it. Just how, um, the whole thing of, again, like, Oh, well having unemployment, it's a disincentive for people to work, but do you realize how piss poor unemployment is usually? It's not a it's not a dis in disincentive thing. It's a, a situation where people are in positions where they just don't have uh, work that's available that that pays enough for, to make it worth risking going out and getting deadly sick. Yeah, and I hate and this is where people call me a liberal or whatever, but I'm actually probably like cut set of fucking liberal with fucking common sense or whatever. But yeah. Liberal like sanity. You, if you uh you liberal yeah. If you um Mr. Vino Thanks for joining us, Mr. Vino. If you have um uh a system to where like say, you know, when I walked away from that job and there wasn't like universal basic income. Yeah. And you know, where people work under the table and collect unemployment yeah. That's actually illegal. Yeah. You're not going to, and again, technically it's a crime. Good, Mr. Vito. How are you? Yeah. And if anybody's. Yes. Anybody. Uh, that was, I was just thinking of that too. All right. If you're listening to this podcast right now on Spotify, Apple podcasts, uh, Google podcasts, any of the different uh, podcasting outlets, because we're on, I think, pretty much all of them. Uh, so, you know, right now, uh, the way Timmy always puts it, it's uh, you're getting, what is it, sloppy seconds, because every every Monday through Friday, once a day, we do a live episode on Podbean. So right now we're live on Podbean, that's P-O-D-B-E-A-N, where it's a free app you can download. You, uh, of course, you sign up for that. And you come onto the podcast, and if you see that we're doing a live live episode, you can join the episode, and you can send in messages, and of course we'll respond to your messages. And by the end of episodes, we open it up open up the calls uh, too, so you can even call in if you'd like. Yes. So okay. you want to actually really be part of the action? We highly recommend uh, getting a Podbean app and listening to us there. Lithuanian Lithuanian sex worker. All right. Right. Lithuanian sex worker says, do you agree? Do you agree with what? I don't know. Do I agree with sex workers? Sure, why not? Yeah. Nothing wrong with sex workers. No. I know we've had some friends over the years who are sex workers. So there you go. I, I told you not to tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's that face, baby. But see, it's I'm saying, like, it's what people have to start um, when they're working on the table and collecting unemployment. Yeah. It gives that fucking people that just are looking for something like why can't they just get a job any job uh yeah you know 
yeah. Why can't they, you know, go, you know, work at Burger King to be tied? Well, because. So, Kedzie, yeah, like, what is it? In the United States, I believe it's uh, the minimum wage at this point is $7.45. Because mm-hmm. you could survive off of that easily, right? $7.45. But basically, it's, 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 what, what I'm saying is, yeah. the, um, you know, it does lead to crime. And when even when Andrew Yang introduced the whole universal basic income yeah. concept, I was even like, well, it's not going to work. That's, yeah. that's kind of like a fucking, that was laughable. But I just didn't have that vision that he had. Like, so now true. it kind of makes sense. And... And you know what is it? Twelve hundred dollars, or saying, or something like that. Per person. I think he was actually and, suggesting three thousand a month. Well, I don't know. It, it, I think it's probably for two people, but lambed dumbasses. And let's see, mad dumbasses, <laughs> or a mad dumbasses. Yeah, I think it's or ill mad Either way, thank you for us. Yeah. But nonetheless, you know, yeah, whatever it is, and uh, people are like, well, that's not going to let people, you know, disincentivize, uh, you know, people to work. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's well, you know what? I take that back. It will, you know, for some people, yes, but I've worked with a lot of people. Yeah, you know, through years, some people shouldn't be working Agreed. because they're really not. They're actually dragging the company down. Okay. Because they're just not good at their job or they're just not, they don't know what they're doing. But, yeah. and in a lot of bigger companies, if like at CSFB, if somebody wasn't working out and they were an employee, they would just get transferred to another department. So you, again, they could be dumb as the day is long. Yeah. And, and that's taking up time trying to find the right place to put somebody. And actually, it's dragging that. Understandable. It's the, the gooder, yeah. the better, the, the, yeah, exactly, union jobs. But yeah, uh, the beehive, you know? Yeah. So it that. would be better off if you paid her to stay home or him. Yeah. I get and that. maybe she's a better mom. Or he's a better dad. Or he's a better dad. Yeah. Or a better neighbor, a better exactly. friend to old people. Yes. You know? And even if he just sits around the house with me and watches TV, so what? Yeah. It just makes the people that want to work, or they're still going to work. You know, because they love it or, and it's a decent job or whatever. And people are still going to want to go to work. If there's yeah. A lot of older people work at Walmart because it's just like, well, yeah, I don't need the money, but I just got to get out of the house. I like interacting with people. And Oh, okay. I didn't, my, I didn't realize that. I thought pretty well, much at, people well, look at my mom. She teaches dance. ones who needed it. Yeah. My mom teaches tap dance down in Florida at the community center. She's a dancer, they, though. But they have, apparently, they have to pay her yeah. minimum wage. And she just donates it back to the center. She's just. You know, it's just like, mm. he wants to get out of the house. He wants to, you know, she loves yeah. it. So She's a dancer. it's like that. It's yeah. so if she was getting universal basic income. Yeah. She would still have that job. You know, so. Oh, she would. Because yeah. she's doing it for the enjoyment. Yeah. yeah a I lot never, of people do. Yeah. I never heard of anybody who was working like at Walmart or even any jobs like that for that matter who were doing it just because they want to get out of the house. Then you won't have to exploit workers like you do yeah. now here. To, yeah. Because I know everybody I've heard, like shit. jobs like Walmart and even fast food or anything like that, it's like, no, I'm working here because I have to. Yeah. I need the money. Yeah. But that's that's where we're at. Yeah. Mr. Vito, where'd you just go? You had to the live studio. Where the fuck did you just go? <laughs> Don't do it again. Don't leave again because I'll block your ass. Oh, we, I ain't taking no shit. We won't block you, Mr. Vito. She won't. I will. <laughs> we appreciate having listeners. Not that coming in and out like it's a fucking uh, revolving door. You know, nonsense password. He's true and blue. Follow his lead. He don't fucking leave. It's true. Well, who knows? Nonsense password might not be on at this point. He's here. <laughs> he he's, may have he's shared the show. He's he a did. fucking. And we appreciate that. He's a fucking barely. <laughs> love that guy. He's a good person. He is a very good person. It's true. He, you know, that's the kind of guy that like, helps anybody. I could see that. You know. One day he'll be like fucking not liking you or you won't be liking him or whatever. But then he'd be like, hey, but, you know, you're an asshole. But, you know, I, I see that you're doing this. You need help with the blah, 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 blah. But he's that kind of a person, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, he gives, so. me, he gives me that impression. but Yeah. He does. I'm, like I'm usually that. not wrong. I like to be wrong about people, especially when I don't think they're good people. I like being wrong about that. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I have to get him... Uh, Theme song music. Now that we're back on schedule, and oh, it for, keeps um, coming in for nonsense password. Yes, you do have to have a theme song for him. 
If you're a, and again, like, if you're listening right now, if you're a regular listener who regularly interacts with us, Timmy Boy may choose a theme song for you. If you're That's lucky. another benefit of uh, joining Podbean if or getting the podcast. If you're lucky. Yes. I'll think about it today on my way back to Metro PCS. That's a good idea. Because you get to deal with more Metro PCS. No, but no, but it's, it's so far. It's all the way up in Harlem now, but yeah, um, they've that that place always hooked me up. That's true. Good people. There's, well, they were nice at that store, but the one on Fourteenth Street, Second Avenue, bunch of scumbags. Don't it's go sad. there. They're fucking shady as shit. It's just so sad. And even like we know this, we talked about this uh, yesterday too, or no, two days ago. It's part of like we understand. It's the hustlers. It's hustlers' life. It's uh, people have their own have their own stores and dealing with it on their own. It's outside the corporate structure. It's still part of Metro PCS, but still outside of their general corporate structure. We get it. It's New York City. It's a hustler's lifestyle here, definitely. But that doesn't mean you have to be a scumbag about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's being a scumbag. Yeah. Wow. That is insane. Mystery object entering Earth's orbit to become planet mini moon until May. Huh. How about that? Oh, I'm wondering what this mystery object is. I mean, yeah. of course, we'll find out at some point, I would think. No, I'll put it up here if people want to see. Yeah. It. Oh. Okay. Oh, and for what it's worth, if you're watching or listening on Podbean or listening on Spotify, right now we have a video playing. We know you can't hear it. We can only hear it here. I'll, um, uh, Timmy Boy see. just posted I'll, the link. Um, I'm trying to find it. I, I don't know where to shut it off now. Why? Well, I, I can't hear you. I, I don't can't know hear where you to shut video. It. I know. I don't know where to shut it off now. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but yeah, cool. because actually I'll, uh, I'll bring it up on, um, on my phone once okay. I send it to myself. So yeah, just that's pretty me. cool. It's like, very what cool. What is this? Very cool. And that's, uh, the guy from, um, um, what's that overnight show? I love that show. Um, George something, um, I'll figure it out. Hold on. Got the what the fuck? How do you make a? How do what? I'm trying to send an email to myself. Oh, uh, it's actually down on. the Oh bottom. my god, I can't deal with this. No, it's on the bottom. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm one. doing it through mine. Okay. But well, I was going to show you. You already. Well, have I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm trying to just do this. So what else you got? Okay. I was gonna say, uh, found this. I mean, it it was freaky at first till I found out more details about it. Actually, in Mexico City, there were uh, people who were actually cleaning the uh, whole the whole sewage system. Like anywhere, there were people who were cleaning it because there have been there's been a lot of rain and a lot of floods. So they were trying to clean out any areas that uh, you know anything that could have gotten washed down in that could have uh, really backed up their sewage system. They went and do this. Found a, a drowned rat the size of a Buick. And that's a quote, a Buick sized rat. They found this thing. And of course that would scare the hell out of anybody, I would think. So as they're getting all this stuff out, including this giant, again, a Buick sized rat, they get it all up out from underground, find out it's actually, it's actually not a rat. It's not real. What it was, was a, um, actually a Halloween prop. There's a woman who actually uh, works at a uh, costume and Halloween store that had created this. She said it was inspired by the Princess Bride. Uh, she created this rat, and she said years ago, this rat disappeared. Just yeah. years ago. She said, I haven't seen this in so long, never knew what happened to it. But they've had a lot of, a lot of uh, rain, a lot of flooding. So she said, I just assumed that it must have gotten washed away somewhere. Sure enough, it did. But uh, yeah, her uh, this giant again, Buick-sized rat was found, hmm. and it's intense. If you look it up, if you look up Ju- uh, Buick-sized rat, uh, Mexico City, you'll find it. The hmm. pictures are interesting. Very good. Yeah. Let me see if I can get this on my phone now. Oh, we're trying to get that. Uh, yeah, video, so I can get the um, <clears throat> yeah, video going. 
All yep, right. Here we go. Okay. Oh, did you see? I don't know if you saw this too. That uh, Deion Sanders, he's the new head football coach for uh, Jackson State. All right, good for him. Yeah, good for him indeed. Very talented guy. Yeah, I agree. I see that LeBron and um, uh, Bloomberg are paying off felons uh, fines in Florida. That's pretty cool. So but like isn't that isn't that like buying votes though? I could see what you're saying, but LeBron isn't running for office. Yeah, but you're still saying like, hey, I'm paying these felons fines. Yeah. Which is kind of shitty because it's like, well, you can't vote until you pay your fine. Yeah. So you have to pay to vote. Yeah. Yeah. I could see what you're saying. Kind of. So. Oh, it's how it works. Uncle Ben, not a racist name, so keep it. Enter the Keep it. Well, thanks for joining and us, Uncle, Uncle ben. ben. Not a racist name, so keep it entered. Uncle Ben, used to touch <laughs> or, uh, so keep it. Yeah, there you go. I see. Don't it. let Uncle Ben babysit you, though. Oh uh, no, probably not. <laughs> Uncle Ben's always offering. <laughs> but we appreciate your joining the joining the show. <laughs> always offering. Why is he always offering to babysit? <laughs> that is creepy. Oh, he's a tickle monster. Oh, no. No, no, oh. no. Don't be a tickle monster. Oh. Uh, Uncle Ben's a tickle monster. <laughs> he gives me juice boxes that make me sleepy. <laughs> oh, that is terrible. On oh, Uncle Ben's. He likes to play. You want, you want some rice? Like, no, no, Uncle Ben, we don't. Let me guess what kind of toppings you're going to put on it. Yeah. What happened to the whole not a racist? How is the wife? Oh, well. Yeah, I'm doing well, uh, thank you. How is the wife? She was pretty good when I left your house the other day. She was pretty oh. good. Sorry I left the wet spot on your side of the bed again. But oh. next time, have some more beer for me. <laughs> oh, that you know? is terrible. But then I think, you know what I think she does, though? I think she what does she, do? she hides the beer so that I'm angry because she likes to get fucked angry. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> but, so anyway, your question. Yeah, she's doing fine last time I saw her. As an Uncle Ben's. As Mrs. Uncle Ben's. As a Mrs. <laughs> Uncle Ben. Or Aunt. Um. Aunt Benita. Now, she likes to babysit. I have no problem with that. <laughs> Look at you, baby. She's a very loving woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it seems like they all are with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, you, you tuned into this, buddy. Everybody, it's true. You, know, you knew what was coming. Yeah. I think everybody who joins this this show knows what's coming up. I never know what's coming up. <laughs> Well, they know in general what to expect. Nope. If you're looking for a feel-good show, this is not it. Well, some, it is depending what you like. <laughs> oh, good point. Or if you're looking for something that's uh, G-rated, this is definitely not it. G-spot. <laughs> that's true. That's part of the fun. Oh, the fictitious G-spot. <laughs> oh, baby. So bad. And so not true. <laughs> That's what she used to teach me when I, you know, alphabet. She said, "Wait, Uncle Ben's uh, Uncle Mrs. Ben's, was teaching you the alphabet." Uncle Ben's wife. That's the way she used to teach me the alphabet. Wait, she used to teach you the alphabet yeah, when I was a kid. Really? So you've known Uncle Ben for a long time. I knew his. You knew his missus. I knew, his, yeah. <laughs> I knew the missus. So you, when you were a child, Mrs. Uncle Ben was teaching you the alphabet in sexual ways. She's teaching me a lot more than that. <laughs> Uncle Ben is quiet. Yeah. So now, yeah, it's like, you know what? I fucking bother. Uh, offline. Yep, yep he's exactly. gone. Yeah. He's like, damn it. Damn it. Foiled again. Oh, wow. Yet again. Maybe that's why we don't have any listeners for long. Maybe. I think it's a lot of people. Well, it's uh, training people coming in thinking that uh, they're going to be so funny and so witty. Well, because I, I knew, I knew he was that. building up to some fucking, yeah. you, know, you know, punchline, but. Yeah. You but know. you spoiled it. I didn't spoil anything. I just know what the fuck he's up to. I know what, you know, I can spot if I could set up a mile away. Yeah. It okay. wasn't like, how's the wife? I hope she got over a cold or whatever the fuck. Yeah. No. It was, uh, was going to be kaboom. But A fisherman always spots another fisherman in the water, right? Uh, another fisherman always spots 
somebody using a pole for the first time. Ah, okay. So yeah. you think you want to put that worm on the hook for you? <laughs> and then they're like, oh boy, if he catches a fish, he's not going to know what to do. Yeah. Now, if the most stupidest fish somehow finds his way onto this guy's line, it's he's like, ah, oh, I didn't want to do this. Why did I think that this would be relaxing? So are you offering, up, yeah. are you offering to teach Uncle Ben on Podbean how to fish? No, what I'm saying is that um, Mrs. Ben yeah. always told me where to put my worm and how to put it on. Oh. <laughs> and, and how to catch fish with it. And, like you've never had much and trouble. And once you pull fish. it out of water, all slimy, don't worry about it. It's not as frightening as it seems. <laughs> and it's really good eating. Oh, wow. But you know, you got to have to know how to jerk the pole to catch the fish. Of course. Uh, Tell me you, a lot. And you know a thing or two about that. Tell me a lot, this young man. But I have a theory on COVID. What's that? Tell that me. One of the, um, if, you know, because for the longest time, doctors were taking people's tonsils out. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. I, I still have my tonsils. I and mine, not mine taken out. Yeah, like when, when I was younger, like 20s or 30s, yeah. you know, people, doctors would say, oh, you still have your tonsils. Yeah. Oh, okay, because usually, it, you know, people here had them taken out. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's, because uh, they're there for a reason. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that might be, if you take had your tonsils out. Maybe that's you're more susceptible to. Maybe, but they grow back. They do. They do. I've never heard that. Mm -hmm. I actually, do grow back. I don't I know if they grow back the to the full size that they were, but I have heard that basically tonsils do come back. Jimmy Boy's going to look it up right now and see if I'm see if I'm right on that. They often do. It says. There you go. Yeah, it helps to fight germs. And I get it. Now, I remember when I was a kid, I had to, it was no like, oh, this is just what you do. I had to have them removed because yeah. I was really, really sick. And the doctor said, well, I know we don't really do this anymore, but I'm going to recommend it because it's, I think it's necessary for you and it helps. Because I need, I need, tire, I need, new, I need new tires on my Beamer. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so. Oh, man. There we are. Yeah. But of course, I, I mean, you know, with autoimmune issues, it is known that uh, people with autoimmune issues are particularly susceptible for uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. So it, it makes sense. Like if you have issues with your immunity, yeah, you're that much weaker, that much, uh, not even weaker, you're that much more likely to get it. Okay. That's why any autoimmune issues don't go out. Just like, yeah, lockdown sucks, but just stay home. Yeah. Oh, and I'll open up the phone lines. All right. Uh, everybody wants to call or whatever and like we also have uh we uh we're in a zoom meeting with mark charles and everybody yes. yesterday and i'll let joel and type all this in but um yes now for, okay yeah i'm gonna trade places I'm gonna sit in front of the computer myself trade places with timmy boy at this point now what it is again uh you're listening to this we are uh, and we've interviewed him three times so far uh we're talking about independent presidential candidate mark charles uh he is a, what's that he's gaining some steam he is he is the number one independent excuse me independent candidate at this point and even about a week ago there was a poll done and uh he is seen as more favorable and uh more pulling in more votes than uh, than uh um uh, uh Joe Biden. What baby? Then either the president or Joe Biden. Yeah. So that's that's good stuff. That's his website, markcharles2020.com. Now the one thing with uh being an independent presidential candidate. Oh uh, yeah, candidate you well, need electors. You need Elector. well Elector. for um I I don't know about for Congress or Senate, but I do Stick know for yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now for presidential candidates. For independent presidential candidates, uh, they need to have electors in a state to be able to either get Hence on the, the ballot. Wait, what? Hence the electoral college. Yeah, you want to tell them about it? Oh, okay. Uh, well, it's um, yeah, it's for the electoral college, of course. Uh, electoral college is the one that actually picks who wins president. Now, uh, if as an independent presidential candidate, you have to have enough elect electors for the electoral college 
in enough states so that you can even, even if you win the popular vote, well, just like, let's say you win the popular vote and have no electors in any state, the Democrat or the uh, Republican electors are not gonna put you in office. So it doesn't matter how many votes you get, you have to have, uh, you have, to have electors in all the states. Now they still need electors. Um, I'm seeing, of course, we'll have an update on this tomorrow if there's any change to it. They still need more electors in Michigan, New York, California, Wisconsin, uh, uh, Nebraska, Missouri, Minnesota, Kentucky, Connecticut, and North Dakota. Now, uh, Timmy Boy and I okay. are electors here in New York, which is cool. Uh, yeah, I might as well. That's a good idea. I'll type that in right now. Um, but yeah, if you want to be an elector, it's actually pretty easy to sign up for. Uh, let me give you, uh, actually here, I'm going to put down the email address. Reach out to Renee, and to her email is Renee at Mark Charles, is it Mark Charles campaign? I'll tell you in just a moment. I'm reopening my email. Um, and I'll be able to actually get that email address. That way I get it, I get the right one. I don't want to type in the wrong one or any uh, misprint on it. Just a moment. But yeah, you can reach out to her, uh, send her an email, and she will send you the form. All you do is you, you sign it in front of a notary, and that's it. Well, you mail it back, and that's it. You're an elector. It's that simple. So yeah, pretty cool. Which uh, yeah, I would think so. Plus, a big thing about it as well, too, it's uh, in addition to the whole resume, it's uh, whether or not you vote for Mark Charles, uh, whoever you vote for, uh, the big thing about it is that uh, you, as an elector, are allowing people to actually know that their vote counts. Because like I said, if you want to vote for an independent candidate and you uh, you do that, but the independent candidate does not have en enough electors. That means it doesn't matter how many votes they get, they're not going to get in. So being an elector means that you can actually help make every vote count. So pretty cool. So yeah, I'm typing in um, just a moment. Typing in the states where everything is needed. But yeah, pretty it's cool. very easy process. You just fill yeah. out a one page piece of paper. You put your name. Yep. And I think address and you get yep. it notarized and you throw it in the mail. Pretty simple. Exactly. Uh, and you get the confirmation. So yeah, that's her email address, Renee at MarkCharles2020.com. And it is good for, it's just specific. Oh, okay. And it's good. Like I said, just uh, put on a resume too. Yeah. Yeah. And makes you look more responsible. Yeah. Because you, know, you have more, and more involved. Yeah. And it's not like, and it, and it doesn't pigeonhole you. If you say you were a, um, what is it called? An elector. You're an elector. Yeah. Now you're part of the electoral college. And yeah. it's not like people would say, oh, but then I don't have to say that. You know, it was for Mark Charles, whatever, but you're not. You're an electorate in the electoral college. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not like you're going to be pigeonholed into the whole, okay, I'm in Joe Biden camp or I'm in Mark Charles' camp yeah. or I'm in Trump's camp. You're that objective third, you know, fourth party. So that actually negates you from any bullshit that people want to bring up. It's you true. say, well, I can't talk about it. I'm, I'm a, an electorate. Yeah. So I don't. I have no preference. I just make sure that the the uh, the wishes of the people yeah. are you know from my uh, state. Yeah. If you know, um, Lamar Charles or Joe Biden or Trump wins that state. Yeah. I go vote for what the people want. Yeah. It's a very responsible, yeah, prestigious kind of thing. Yeah. So. Because don't tell me that every vote matters, and then don't give actually people the opportunity to let every vote matter yeah oh so, yeah but he has most of the states done which yeah. is amazing that's pretty cool that's it's, exciting he's he's tearing it up and as far as we're concerned he's the best pre presidential candidate yeah, but at look this about, moment at yeah. this moment again i'm not going to just blindly oh he's the best thing he hung yeah. the moon from what i all the information i've gathered from all three yeah he hasn't said anything that's concerned concerned us at this point. You know what I like what he says too is I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. And even like, of course, I don't know. And even loving this too, like uh, we've asked him about. Well, it's well, not just, I don't know. It's, I don't know, but we're having yeah. so-and-so. I know who's best at it. So I'm yeah. reaching out to them because I'm no. Yeah. My team is working on this. Mm -hmm. With so-and-so. Yeah. That who, like, like a, uh, if you want to talk about universal basic income. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My team is working with uh, Andrew Yang. Yeah. Because it's, he's yeah. the kind of first to bring it up. That's true. And uh, Medicare for all. Well, I don't know how it works. I don't know how we as a country can afford it, but Bernie Sanders seems to know. And so does Elizabeth Warren. So we're working with them. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. It's the whole thing about, well, he talks about how we need to bring everybody together. Says the reason we're so polarized is because of the two party system. Yeah. But, and for the looks of it, Trump's creating a third party. You know, he might. Me. He might. Because it's the disenfranchised Democrats and the disenfranchised Republicans. Yeah. That don't, that's why he wanted it. It's just disenfranchised Republicans. Yeah. So I think he's creating a third party. Maybe. He might. I mean, I'd be terrified to see what that party is. Oh, no, but oh, still, I can see what you're saying. Until that third party, you know, like for for like a hot minute, it was uh, Ralph Nader. Yeah. Was that fucking one. But now, you know. It didn't get anywhere, but hopefully more Charles gets somewhere and it just puts that third yeah. party on the fucking map. Yeah. And so that would negate, you know, Trump from creating a third party of just Trump. Yeah. Well, I feel ideologies. like he always has a party of just Trump. So but it makes sense. But I'm saying, I there would be a fourth that. party is what I'm saying. Is yeah. People can deal with a third party. Yeah. Because it makes, makes it seem like there's just more than two people, two horses in a race. Yeah. But yeah, I think... Uh, if Charles wins, that'll definitely give the independents a seat at the table. Yeah. And it'll also block Trump from creating his own party. Yeah. Yeah. So be an elector. It's you true. Know, it's, like I said, it's you print it out, it's you sign it, you get it notarized, and you mail it in. That's it. You know, it costs You're you fifty four cents and two pieces of paper. Yeah. And an envelope. Worth it. You so know. we'd recommend it. We did it. Yeah, we did. So Cheers to being an elector, Cheers baby. So if he wins the popular vote here, or whoever, you know, and it's not the same day as the election, it's a different day. It is, yeah. Oh, and they have to be in by uh, the 3rd. By yeah. what, November 3rd? November 3rd. By, uh, uh, thanks for joining us, Gaju Baba. I think I said that right, or Gahu Baba. Not sure, but thanks for joining us. Well, we're ready to wrap it up anyway, so. I think so. Next time, be on time, Gaju Baba. <laughs> But well, we appreciate y'all joining us. Somebody being on time. Yeah, <laughs> know, times are a little bit <laughs> That's all right. We're just not sure what's My going on. My PT is three o'clock tomorrow. Yes, that sounds right. All right, so we'll probably do. Well, we will do twelve, twelve thirty tomorrow again. I think that sounds good. And hopefully, from here on. Yeah, but thank you, thank you, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll be in a lighter. Go do something with your life. Yes, absolutely. Don't disappoint your parents all the time. <laughs> now you can say I'm an elector for fucking. It's, you know. it's true. That'd be pretty cool. You told your parents you were going to be somebody. We'll go be somebody. Yeah. Why not? But we appreciate all of you for joining us. We do. Yeah. So. But we'll catch you all tomorrow. Yes. Have a good day, everybody. Later.